Hi, I'm Christina Hendricks, and you're watching The Action Room. Ladies and gentlemen, you have joined and you are listening to Geek Radio, and I am Tony Wolf, And I'm producer Mike. And we have here our new co-host, Laura Moran. Woo! All right. Yay! Okay, and, and we have a fourth member uh, just joining us for today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, look at what we have here. Hello. Whoa, that's Watson from Jeopardy. That's right. I computer napped him from IBM. Uh, uh, how are you doing, Watson? I am fine. Oh my God, that's so cool. Where am I? <laughs> of course, you know where you are. Actually, I don't. But you know everything, don't you? Y you're in the action room, Watson. What's the action room? <laughs> Look at that. He's already developing a sense of humor. Obviously, you know what the action room is. I cannot find any information about the action room. Wait, wait, really? Let me do a more extensive search. Yeah, that must be it, Lauren. He, he just has to, he has to check a little more. Let, let's wait. Nope. Nothing. All right. Well, we're just going to let Watson work on that. Let's just move on with the show. Still searching. No results for the action room. You can take a break, Watson. It's like you don't exist. Just shut up, Watson. Processing. Processing. Must find the action room. Oh, shit. He's starting to smoke. Can you unplug him? I don't think so. He's on 5G. Search not found. Search not found. No results for the action room. Oh, shit. No results. He's no results. Oh, fuck. That was that Oh, was my amazing. God. <laughs> did, well, we just, did we just destroy Watson? IBM's going to be pissed. We just broke Watson. And, and, and we just broke in Lauren with her first sketch. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Party. All right. So let's get really to the show, the main part of the show, uh, which was the premiere for All Star Superman, the cartoon that's direct to DVD. But they're doing these red carpets now because they're such yeah. a big deal now. And uh, who was there? Tony. Well, okay, so the Daily Blam sent us. It was Christina Hendricks and the casting director, Andrea Romano, and the writer who adapted the Grant Morrison story, Dwayne McDuffie. So, of course, everyone was very excited to interview the famous, the lovely, the sexy Christina Hendricks from Mad Men and Firefly. So okay, so first and foremost, go to YouTube. Go to our YouTube page, and you can see our... You know, short clip. If you blink, you'll miss it. But we have a few <laughs> questions that, and it's we also asked on her. the Daily Blam. Yeah, and and she was really awesome. She was really friendly. Before we get into a, a little bit of a story, we have that's that's pretty yes. entertaining. Uh, what is your review of the movie? Oh, I love the movie. Now I'm a huge lifelong Grant Morrison fan. I read the issues of All Star Superman as they came out. I everyone every fan knew that the challenge here was going to be cramming twelve issues of story mm -hmm. and how much they cut into an hour and twenty minute uh, animated film. On top of that, Grant's writing is very dense, right? I yes, mean, it yeah, is very dense. Absolutely, I thought it was great. I found it very moving. Um, mm -hmm. The only critique I might have had uh, is that maybe at times it was so densely packed that there the you know maybe a little bit of the pacing there wasn't as much uh, uh, sort of a. A lull, you know, yeah. an ebb and flow of intense and then quiet. 
Uh, they I did agree. fit in a very brief version of uh, the death of Jonathan Kent or him sort of paying a visit to his father's mm-hmm. gravestone. In the comics, that issue is so moving and so oh, beautiful. I love that issue. But I, I thought this was one. great. And all the voice actors, not just Christina Hendricks, but they all disappeared into their roles. And the Superman voice was very understated and very cool, much like uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman. And Lauren, yeah. what did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. And like my favorite issue was issue two where Super Lois was there. And they yes. did they literally did that whole scene, like panel for panel. Yeah, yeah. And to see like that one page where they're on the moon kissing, I yeah. to see that on screen was like so <laughs> romantic. And, yes. and most of the dialogue was verbatim from Grant Morrison. Exactly. But the one thing that I was a little disappointed and they actually mentioned this at the at during the panel is the one scene where Superman goes up to the building yeah. and sit and like helps the girl like from not jumping off the building. That's she doesn't the one, commit suicide. Yeah, that was yeah. the one part that I was kind of like, I wish they put that in there because that's that's one of the best Superman moments yeah. uh, in it's my opinion simple, of all time. But it's very powerful. Exactly. Now I okay, having unfortunately I'm I'm a bad nerd. I did not read the series. Okay, mm-hmm. so because of that, having just watched it as a movie, I did feel like it wasn't paced well, mm-hmm. and it just moved. It was just a series of unbelievable things that Superman could do, and yeah. it wasn't really a story. You mm-hmm. know, for me, it was just like, oh wow, another great thing he can do. And so, uh, for that reason, and also the, the, not that this is a big deal, but I didn't really care for the animation too much and stuff like that. Um, I am a huge fan of like the DC animated stuff. I just felt like this didn't completely translate, and mm. you can't really like it. Uh, you know, if you re- had read it, I think you would have liked it a lot more than yeah. if you hadn't, and because it, it didn't really hold up as a movie for me. Well, you said own. you're not used to Superman doing such high power level things. That too, it was just a lot of the the things that I guess had been established for a while were new to me, and it was just kind of like, what? I didn't really get what was going on. Was this a dream? Some some things just were too unbelievable to me. But again, I, I'm sure it works a lot better in the actual comic. Well, it is true stuff. in the monthly Superman comics, he's not like juggling planets and creating exactly. galaxies. But when yeah. Grant Morrison writes him he does and it's it works fine. and yeah. the thing is about the comic too is that it's also that sort of thing where when I was reading it it didn't really seem like one story but it was just kind of different things that Superman was doing like right. when he went to Bizarro World and everything right. just all these different feats and like it was the one the one tying throughout the whole thing is that he knows that he's dying so right 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 so that's like the one thing that tied the whole story and Grant together. Morrison said he patterned it after the 12 labors of Hercules from mythology mm-hmm. so okay in any case. I guess I just I, similarly I had this issue with Scott Pilgrim the translation of how like maybe just take out a few of the things and just let it breathe a little so yeah. that it's not one thing after another, you know, like right. with the 70 evil X's, just maybe five evil X's. Well, it's also trying to make a six book graphic novel into a two hour movie. And they right. started writing the movie when only volume three was out. So they didn't even know oh, yeah. how exactly right. it was going for to Scott end. Pilgrim, for yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And it was the same yeah. thing with Kick-Ass too. That's why the ending was so different in Kick-Ass because when issue three came out is when they started adapting the... Right. And this didn't screen. come from a comic book, but a, a, a superhero movie that I am excited about is super uh, oh yeah james, james gunn. gunn super okay so okay. here's the awesome story we yeah. have so now, we have a story that you have not heard about this no time. i haven't okay. okay when i interviewed christina okay, no Hendricks, we gotta we gotta hold on preface okay. this by saying okay we we kind of have an odd couple relationship me and right, tony right tony is definitely the tony randall if you haven't seen odd couple no, uh, I, no oh, i've seen <laughs> i never thought about this. i watched nick at night don't right. worry the anal retentive <laughs> right. you know uh he he focuses on the details and I'm kind of a slob. I just kind of whatever. I go with the flow. <laughs> right. uh, nothing's that big of a deal. And uh, so if we, and I'm also kind of edgier in right. my approach. Mike is always nudging me to not be as like Mr. Nice Guy yeah. and, you know. Right. But it works, you know. Yes. yes. Um, so the irony, the biggest irony of this yes. whole story and the funniest part of the story <laughs> is that if, if someone was going to offend somebody, it was just assumed that it would be me. Right. Okay. Right. 
So, all right. So here's okay. the story. Oh okay. So now I will also preface this by saying when we write questions for interviews, Mike is always, like I said, pushing me to be a little edgier, a little more yeah. provocative. And I'm like Mr. Nice Guy. I never want to offend anyone. I mm-hmm. always want to do the right thing. I always want to be so polite. And, you know, Mike's always like, who cares? You just throw it out there, you know. Um, so, and we usually dissect every question we write together, whether Mike writes it or whether I write it, we dissect it to death in terms of what is the delivery, mm-hmm. what is the moment afterwards. And we try to, if, if it dies, we, how do I? What, we, how do we go we on? We also yeah. try to ride the line between not boring, but also not offensive. So yeah. right, we try to right. say, and I think we do a really great job. Now that. we wrote all these questions. Mike came up with a question for Chris. Chris, Chris uh, blah, blah, blah. Look how <laughs> nervous I am about this. For Christina Hendricks about Power Girl. That's and, okay. My friend Jules was like, "Can you please?" Because like when they were having at the very end, she right. was like, "Can you just ask her when she's going to play Power Girl?" I'm okay. Like I'm not going to. Okay. Ask well, her. thank you. So, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you because right. that was my, you know, the the reason for the question was that she'd be perfect to play Power she Girl. Would. Right. If if only because of her, the size of her breast. <laughs> well, her face also kind of really looks does. like she Power Girl's has face, a, especially Amanda okay. Connors. So right. here, but I I will admit that right. even though the 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 reason maybe she was a little because ultimately it was the fact that she might have been a little offended, but more than anything. Thing, the right. husband was really offended. Right. Well, but, we're, but, we're getting ahead of well, ourselves. Well, here's we're getting the ahead of ourselves. The original idea for the question was really just to give her a picture of Power Girl, which and we, to tell her that got. Power Girl exists yeah. and uh-huh. that maybe she could play her sometime. But what happened? Now, was, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Also, we, we don't di- get too detailed. About well, this, we but. dissect every question, but this is the one question. We just, there was a lot happening that weekend with the Toy Fair. I did not dissect that question to death in terms of how I delivered it and uh-huh. how we did it with producer Mike. I thought, Power Girl, it's simple. You know, we'll show it to her. It occurred to me certainly that it's about her figure or whatever, but it's also yeah. about genuinely she could play the character. Oh, absolutely. It's I not a, this, it. this sexist, boob-tastic thing. No. Well, okay, so you saw the interview, uh, Lauren, that we did. Yes. We, everyone only got three or four minutes with her. So we basically had four questions. Uh-huh. And she gave use of the interview on that's on the video most of it was beautiful ever she her husband and, and she loved us it was very uh-huh. funny they left at all our jokes the very end was the power girl question and yeah. i also we were the first so there were a lot of people there were like 30 bloggers okay, basically the interviewer so, we, so i i get out the i'm like i get out the power girl paper and i said oh when is the power girl movie and she looked at me with genuine confusion and she was like who's power girl i said oh this is this character so i get the paper from mike now as he handed me the paper and it's an adam hughes drawing where it's okay. not particularly posed the the drawing is not particularly boobtastic but uh-huh. it's clearly power girl with the you know yeah so and i was suddenly it hit me that i was nervous nervous about how she would take us handing her a piece of paper oh, with a picture of Power Girl. No. So in the moment, I was about to hand it to her, and I suddenly in a split second thought, if I just hand this to her and she just looks at it and this just dies, I, I have to – like that could be really bad. Yeah. So I should say something that sets it up because we're just handing this to her out of the blue. And I remember thinking if I just hand it to her and it's like boom – and yeah. I don't say anything, and boom, here's okay, a Okay, so what do you say? So I, as I handed it to her, I was like, well, this is Power Girl. She's a character. She's known for some things that you might be known for, too. Ooh. Oh! In my med, but in my head, I am Mr. Nice Guy. I never want to offend anyone. Yeah. This was flustered Tony. Oh, in, I'm very, man. I'm usually very good with improv, yeah. but this is flustered Tony improving, thinking that if I said this, it would help introduce the concept yeah. so the picture so, wasn't like an insult yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of course, that made it worse. Worse, yep. Which, again, Again, uh, something that Tony's learning is to sometimes understate things. Yes, or saying less is better 
than but, saying but too much. But it was much. so funny for me, who offends everybody and doesn't care. Even I was like, "Oh, I can't believe you said that." <laughs> <laughs> now the biggest you thing, just there. okay. So wait a minute. Just, but so we want to move this along a little bit. Well, the, in, in the moment, Christina Hendricks, there she, was a moment of like mild shock in her eyes, but she went, "She oh. didn't seem to care." Yeah, she, she went, "So oh, because of my short cropped haircut." And she was very gracious, and Aww. we moved on. The husband and maybe the PR person so kind of were like, Yeesh. "Well, here's the deal." So then there's a there's a beat where right. they go on to other. And interviews. by the way, they they did IDs for us afterwards, yeah, yeah. and they were very pleasant about it. Well, so we, it we, seemed yeah. mild. Well, it on. seemed mild on. to me. Yeah, I, I got to tell a little. Hold bit on, here. hold on. So uh, <laughs> so they move on, and we're talking about it, but but Tony's fine about it, right? And then the husband pulls him aside and goes, "You know, you shouldn't have done that." That he was goes, really. He, goes, he looks at me and he goes, "That last question, that was uncool." He goes, "That was not cool." He goes, "Your readers may like that, but that was not cool." Oh, and God. I suddenly and the jokes on him. We don't have any readers <laughs> or, or listeners. But um, we don't have any listeners, and we didn't use the clip. I mean, we didn't. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't use something that was inappropriate. I yeah. will say it also just didn't really work anyway, so right, it wasn't really right. worth putting in. And I just looked at him and I was like, "I, I apologize." It was just a silly, you know. But, but, and I didn't even. The thing is, I did, we did not intend to shock or insult her. If we didn't anything, intend. we wanted to flatter her. Yeah, yeah it was like, and plus that's. A question that obviously was on more than yeah, like right. that's on everybody's mind we are not we are not the show I was always reviled by those people in Howard Stern that would ask questions that were solely intended yeah. to piss but people so off funny and I it. have never done that no, in no. all my time it, here it was just that's yeah. the irony is that Ke- Tony cares so much what people think this was, well and I want to be the nice person no I know, no, you know. but yeah, this exactly. was this was your 9-11 it was this just was so funny <laughs> now, I just have and a, everything else went so beautiful oh, yeah, yeah. before that right. was like me last week with the Comic Con thing I just like couldn't like before yeah for the contest okay I just have a question to you to end this up uh lauren is now do you think that christina hendrick's husband is hot no okay well i, I don't get in general it. No. but he's very funny and he's very talented whatever anyway uh, and i apologize <laughs> to you christina hendrick's husband uh, <laughs> all right so let's end so anyway the show. that was a crazy story yeah that was, that was it a took good me story. a day to get over being really embarrassed by uh, it no but no. T- tony recovered faster than i thought he i would. recovered <laughs> my <laughs> producer good. mike helped nudge me to getting over myself there right. you go so uh let's move on <laughs> and i will be very careful to dissect every question in the future oh boy i can't wait okay we will see you next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Yeah.